I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. When I was pretty new in business, most of my time, I would say actually all of my time was just doing the work in the business. In my video company, I was on the cameras and then I was editing and I was, you know, trying to sell and find new events that we could film. And all day I was just doing the different jobs of the business. And as the business grew, I remember having this one day where I sat back and I said to my wife, I feel like all I did today was meetings. That's what I guess management is all about, right? Is just having a ton of meetings, but really it's more than that. If you've ever gotten to that place where you feel like you're not actually producing work for the business anymore, then you have to kind of turn your focus into, well, what am I producing? If I'm not producing work, I better be producing the best workforce. You start to focus on your people. And so it's not so much about creating an amazing spreadsheet, which I love to do. I still nerd out over spreadsheets to this day, but I feel like I don't have the four or five, six hours anymore to just dig in and make a beautiful spreadsheet. So I have to get my satisfaction from being a good manager, from being a good leader. So if you're hitting that point in your business where you're feeling like at the end of the day, what did you actually do? then here are some strategies, some things that you should start to be more focused on in your business. These are the things that you should be getting fulfillment out of in the business. So the first one is employee recognition, doing like rewards and praise. So at Trainual, we have a Slack channel for this, a praise channel where all day we've got leaders and, and really anyone in the company that are just kind of patting each other on the back and saying, hey, great job with this. So you're living out our core values by doing this. What that does is, number one, it enforces, it reinforces good behavior. And number two, it makes people feel good. It makes people feel like the stuff that they're working on is actually having an impact for the business. And when I was consulting, the, one of the most common things I heard is that people felt like their great work just went unnoticed. So when you're starting to become more of a manager, and that's what your time is going into, you need to spend a lot more time being intentional about recognition. And so we've got this praise channel. We also use a platform for employee engagement. It has surveys in it that we can submit praise through. And one thing I've asked all of my direct reports to do now that we have several layers of management is to every week in our one-on-ones pass along some awesome things that people on their teams have done so that I can reach out to them personally and say, hey, I heard about this. Awesome job. Fantastic work. So recognition becomes a big part of what you want to do as a leader, as a manager, because you're closing the loop and showing people that their work is noticed, that they're doing a good job and that they matter in the company, which is crucial if you want to build a great culture. The next piece you'll spend a lot of time on is communication. So no matter how much we try to be incredible communicators, we always get feedback that, oh, I didn't hear about that. Or, you know, was I supposed to know about this? And so great communication is a constant effort. Probably the best thing we started to do when it came to communication is a weekly all hands meeting. We instituted this when we had uh, 12 people or so where we'd get everybody in the room and we would just share, here's what's going on for the week. Here was what we accomplished last week. Here's what our big focuses are for the next week. Here's just some random announcements. But give yourself that frequent, consistent time to be able to communicate 
with your with your team, with your employees. You may have one-on-one meetings with every person on your team if you're a manager, and that's an opportunity for you to do that same kind of all-hands thing, but really narrowly focused on the person that is reporting to you. So similarly, you want to say, how did last week do- go? Did we accomplish everything that we set out to accomplish last week? Did you hit any roadblocks, any problems, any unforeseen issues that we need to talk through? How are you doing personally? Let's just check in and do a pulse check on the person. Are they burnt out? Are they feeling good? Are they excited to be at work? How can I help you? And what do you want to accomplish this week? That's just part of being a good manager is that communication. And it's communication with each of your direct reports, but also communication with your team. And if you're the business owner or the one of the, the top leaders with the entire company, great communication just keeps people informed and it keeps them from asking questions or forming ideas, uh, you know, like uh, assumptions in their head because they don't have information. Another thing that we do is an annual all hands meeting. And at the end of every year, I write up a little CEO summary of kind of the year and the strategy ahead. Now I started attending department meetings to just reinforce some of our strategic priorities for the year. So communication is a huge part of my job. Sometimes it feels repetitive or redundant, but I almost think about it like how a, a politician has to campaign and they go meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting, saying basically the same thing every time, but you're saying it to different groups of people and you're making sure that everyone is aligned. And that's what good communication is all about. All right, next is accountability. This happens a little bit in your one-on-ones, holding people accountable for what they were doing the past week, what they're gonna do this week. That's a really simple place to start, but you wanna start measuring the results of your people. And as you have more time as a manager, you should have dashboards or something that's showing you the results of what each person's producing. Because when you're not there to hold someone accountable, they need a number that holds them accountable. They need a goal. And so everyone in the business should have something they're working towards. Just like our engineers have certain velocity of points that they're trying to uh, accomplish for shipping features. Our uh, marketing team has a certain number that they're held for in terms of uh, generating traffic to the website or generating trial signups. All of the teams, all of the people should have different numbers that they can hold themselves accountable to. And then you as a manager need to be sure that you're constantly bringing up that number, helping them solve problems to get there. So have some kind of number to hold accountable to. As a leader, you want to spend a lot of time listening. And this has become a huge part of my job. So I mentioned making those little tours across department meetings, having a ton of one-on-ones, but it's also about surveying your whole team. We do these twice a year confidential engagement surveys where we send out all these questions because we want to know what's really going on. And we don't want people to feel like they are tattling or something if they're saying, if they're speaking up and saying a problem. Uh, Of course, there's no, you know, we don't have a culture of retaliation or anything like that. But having confidential surveys is a great way to just hear what's actually going on in the business and get some unfiltered feedback. So if you don't do this already, it's a great way across the whole company to start listening. Once we get those survey results, we actually show screenshots of some of the more controversial comments and things like that in our all hands meeting to say, here's what someone said. I want to speak to this. I want to explain this because we all need to be on the same page. And what that shows people is that you're not just listening, you're taking action. 
it's if you're if you're listening and not doing anything about it, then you know it's like talking to a wall. But if you're actually taking action on what people are saying, they're going to say more things in the future. So start by surveying your people if you don't already send out some kind of survey like that. With different leaders in our company, I also do monthly or quarterly meetings and check-ins that are a little deeper, specific to what's going on in their department. And most of those meetings are just about me listening. And so if you've got one-on-ones like that, ask your people to bring an agenda, to bring the topics that they want to talk about so that you can sit back and just observe and just listen and talk those things through with your people. All of this is geared toward creating a great culture, but if you want your people to stick around for a long time, you also have to invest in their growth. And so something we've been working on a lot lately is how do we make our culture be a, a learning culture where people are constantly pushing themselves to grow. And, and so we've been going person by person to create these career ladders of here's what you do today. Let's talk about what is your next step and what exactly you need to work on to get to that next step. And then let's help you find the resources, the courses, the mentors, the information to fill those gaps and to get you that experience that you need. So investing in your people's uh, education and, and learning makes sure that they're not just a good fit for today, but that they can be a good fit for the job tomorrow. And then, of course, delegation and role planning is a huge part of what you do as a manager. I feel like a lot of my meetings, especially with our people ops team, are all about kind of just moving the Tetris pieces of who does what in the company and how we can more effectively delegate which new roles we need to spin up. And that's a big part of planning how to run an efficient company. All right. So all of those things, the rewards, recognition, communication, accountability, the uh, listening, the learning and the delegation, those are things that, that should be areas you're spending a lot of time on as you have more time for management. So how do you know that those things are actually working, that you're moving the needle? Well, a couple areas that we measure, three areas we measure. First, is ENPS, Employee Net Promoter Score. If you don't know what Net Promoter Score is, you've probably taken a survey from your car wash or a local dealership or your salon or somewhere that says one to 10, how likely would you be to refer us to a friend? That's called Net Promoter Score. And the scores at the top, nines and tens, are promoters. That shows you that people are promoting your brand, whereas seven and below are kind of detractors. There's something wrong with their experience, and they're not likely to refer you. Eight would be neutral. So we measure employee net promoter score, which is a twist on that to say, um, how likely would you be to recommend working here to a friend? Would you like, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're talking to a friend, would you recommend this as a place to work? So it's a simple question, but you can get a baseline by asking all of your employees confidentially. And you can do pulse checks through the year and see how that's trending up or down. And ideally, as you're investing in culture, you see that score go up, which is a great thing. The next thing you can tangibly measure is retention. So employee turnover is a huge issue, especially right now as companies are going through this great transition or great recession or, or uh, the, the retention and uh, resignation, sorry, issue. Uh, retention is a huge thing because finding and training new employees is an expensive proposition. You'd rather keep and up-level your people so you don't have to spend all your time replacing the old ones. So you can measure retention, which is just the percentage of employees that started the year with you 
How many are still left 12 months later? It's a really simple metric that you can measure on a rolling basis every month to see how your retention is trending and to make sure that you're a place that people want to stay, that people want to be. And then the last thing you could measure is a pretty simple one that ties to productivity. And this one's revenue per employee. As a small business, if you're just a team of one, it's pretty easy. The entire revenue of the company is tied to you. But as you start to add more administrative and support roles or other revenue producing roles, you get this discrepancy in how much each person is producing in revenue for the business and how much just goes towards overhead. And so if you want to hold yourself accountable to having a productive environment and you're managing this appropriately, just take a look at your revenue divided by your number of full-time employees. And that'll be a good baseline for you to track productivity at a really high level across the year. So again, there's going to come a time, if you haven't experienced this already, where you sit back and you say, I feel like I did nothing today. All I did was meetings. All I was doing was sitting in meetings. Well, that is just a symptom of the reality that your business now needs you to focus more on the people than on the products and services. Instead of outputting uh, spreadsheets and doing the work, you're now overseeing the work and you need to become a great manager. And if you focus on these areas that we talked about here, these six areas, and you track those three stats that I mentioned, you can tangibly see the progress in creating a better culture for your business. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.